Hey there guys, and welcome to a new episode of Tell Me Your Business. Uh, today I wanna to talk about how to anchor your business with an elevator pitch. And so you may be thinking to yourself, well, I've done this before, and I wanna take a step back and ask you if you have a real elevator pitch, because a lot of people confuse this with a mission statement, which is sort of the same, but not really, because a lot of times mission statements can be like really long, um, they can be like six and seven sentences long, and there's no way that you are going to be able to organically share an elevator pitch that is that long with somebody in an elevator because the elevator would be like 30 to 60 seconds, right? Like that's the point. And so pretty much like what I tell a lot of my business clients is if we're going to do a elevator pitch, we want to narrow it down, make it more specific um, and make it mean something. I think sometimes like, I don't know about you, but like when I read mission statements, they feel like white noise a lot of the time because it's like, blah, 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 you know, value, blah, 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 this and this, which are, are good and important. And I think a lot of times, uh, especially if you're going for like a business loan or something like those things are all like super important. But a lot of times for just entrepreneurs, um, I think an elevator pitch can be something that's like really simple and can be sometimes the only thing you really even need. Uh, so today I want to talk about like the perks of having one, how it should be kind of, or a strategy of how to write one that would be very clear and easy to remember. Um, so let's get started with that. So the number one thing I'm gonna talk about before we actually talk about how to do this is just the benefits of actually having an elevator pitch because for you to be able to do it, you have to value it. Um, you have to see it as a priority. So the number one thing that I feel is important about these elevator pitches um, is they actually are anchoring statements for you. So especially if they're short and concise, it's something that like even when you sit down to work on your business, um, you could print this out and like put it on your computer or like put it on your wall or put it on your desk or whatever in a frame. And it would be a thing that you would say, okay, this is going to anchor me. This is reminding me what I'm doing, why I'm doing it, who I'm doing it for, right? So that's super important to be able to anchor you every day to reinforce like this is what I do. And for a lot of us who might be ADHD or more like squirrel type entrepreneurs, like it's easy for us to get distracted. But if we can keep that statement in front of us, it goes as a mental anchor to say like, okay, I know right now that I'm starting to get in my creative mode. I'm wanting to think outside the box, but I need to go back to this statement that anchors me to what I'm actually doing and make sure that what I'm thinking about doing fits that. Um, and I'll go into more of this kind of stuff in a different episode, like more detailed stuff about anchoring yourself. But just from a general perspective, the elevator pitch can be something very light and easy that anchors you. The other thing is it gives you confidence when you talk about your business with other people. So when we talk about like networking or just trying to get new clients or something, if you are like fumbling your way through a six sentence mission statement, they're going to get bored, number one. And number two, they're going to walk away like having no idea what you actually do. And you'll feel overwhelmed or um, embarrassed or whatever. So it's really important that I think everyone kind of nails this down because it doesn't matter what business you're doing. If you're going to talk to somebody about it, you want to keep it as concise and simple as possible. The next really important thing that these elevator pitches do is they also help you clarify your audience. So that's really, really important. So if you have a customer base or you have an audience that you're trying to reach, it just reinforces who that is for yourself and for other people. And that lets people know like, are you for them or are you not really for them? Um, it helps you make decisions about, you know, what matters to you, what doesn't matter to you based on who you're trying to reach. And so those statements are important for simply clarifying who it is that you're targeting um, your business at. Uh, the next thing is 
Um, it's really important for networking. I mentioned this a little bit before, but like if you are going to be in some sort of conference or business setting and somebody asks you what your business is, you want to be able to get that out really quickly and not bore them to death um, or have them, you know, check out on you or whatever, which I have seen happen before. Um, so, you know, just being able to have that very concise idea of like, this is what I do. This is why, who I do it for. Um, and this is the outcome. So, I have found that in my own life to be very, very helpful in a lot of networking situations just to get it nailed down and practice it because you never know like when you're going to need to use it, especially if you're planning on going to some business event or meeting or conference, like you should memorize this because you, you will get into a situation where like somebody, the first person comes up to you and says, what do you do? And your brain is going to be like, oh my God, I've got this, I've got this. And then you just like fumble your way through it because you really didn't practice it and you didn't say it every day and like, you know, have it, like I said, like put it in a frame or like put it somewhere where you can see it. So you're always looking at it and always kind of processing that in your head. Um, and one thing that I tell people to do after we get through kind of writing these out is there's really main three main pieces to an elevator pitch. Um, the way that I was taught to do elevator pitches and those three things become like my brain bullet points. And so my brain just says, make sure you hit these three things in my brain. So it's like, you know, as a person who does like public speaking and stuff, I, my brain operates in bullet points. And so for me to be able to get it down to those three things, I can quickly say, okay, this, this, and this in my head, and then put it into a sentence basically. Um, so those are some of the big parts of why elevator pitches are important. I mean, it makes you seem like you've got your stuff together. It helps you clarify your audience. It helps to anchor you to what you're doing. Um, it helps you just in so many different aspects of your business to be able to just clearly communicate, even on your website, like to be able to, you know, use your elevator pitch in some, in some sense as a header, even on your website, right? Like, because that helps people as soon as they hit your website to know what you're actually about. Um, and so instead of having some sort of like clever tagline that means nothing to anybody or doesn't really make sense or, you know, is like cutesy or whatever, but doesn't actually communicate what you do this elevator pitch could be something that you actually plug into the header of your website. Um, it's something that you can use um, in the language that you use in your email communications or, you know, when you're doing social posts, like you can just repeat this stuff over and over and over quickly once you kind of memorize it um, in any situation that you have. And it's going to help your business be clarified every time you speak it um, to your target audience, target customers, or people who may know your target customers. and can be like, Oh, I heard about this person today who does this, but they know what you're doing. So it was easy for them to word of mouth, give people, um, a reference or to send them to you. So that's why these things are all really important. And today I want to take a few seconds or a few minutes to just go over, um, how I learned to do this. And so, um, I remember originally like learning a bit about these elevator pitches, you know, like you learn about them from a lot of different teachers, right? Like different business books, whatever. But sometimes for me, it takes a few different iterations or like examples for me to finally like get something that sinks in and that I really understand. I don't know why it's that way. Sometimes it's the way someone says it to me. So I'm hoping that the way that I say it today to you may help you in some of the situations you face where you're just like, well, I've heard about elevator pitches, but I don't really get it. Or I struggle to write them. So, um, I remember like probably way pre-pandemic, um, I went to a conference, uh, like a business conference. And while I was there, um, Donald Miller was speaking at the event and this was kind of when he had started his story brand stuff and he had a table there and his co-host of his podcast was sitting at the table 
And so I walked up and was telling him like, hey, like I've been trying to work through, you know, this statement that you guys talk about a lot, which is essentially an elevator pitch. I was like, but like, I'm having a hard time kind of wrapping my head around it for my own business. And I was like, like, could you help me think about this for a second? And he was like, yeah, no problem. And he was super helpful, super kind. And he said, you know, the basis is you're looking at basically like this sentence that has kind of a fill in the blank. And um, I'm going to tell you the sentence, but I want you to know that this sentence can be altered a bit depending on what you're doing. And I'll explain that. So the easiest way that I processed this was to say the sentence, I help blank to blank so that blank. Okay. So I help, and the first blank is really the audience. Like who is that person? Who is your target customer? How, whatever kind of thing you're creating, whether you're creating content or you're creating products or you're creating services, like you need to know who that audience is. So that's the first blank. And then the second blank is you're talking about what you help them do, basically. Like what is the problem that you solve? That is the second blank. Um, and that may be the sticking point for some people because they solve a lot of problems, <laughs> but you kind of have to pull back and think about it in a more broad way. Um, so we'll talk about that a little bit. And then the last blank, when we say I help blank, meaning the person or who the target audience is to so whatever the problem you need to solve so that, and then the last, the last part of the elevator, the elevator pitch is the transformation statement. So this is how do you help your customer, your audience have some sort of transformation in their lives? And so um, I'm going to give you some examples of things kind of in different industries that might be good elevator pitches. And I want you to note that you can change some of the language, right? So like the sentence that I gave you is I help, but it could be like I educate or I inspire or I encourage. Like there's different words that you can put there um, to describe like what you're actually doing. So um, I'll give you an example of one. So let's say that you are a person who is really into men's um, health and fitness, but you really cater to an audience of people over 40, right? Because in your mind, you're like, this is the season of life where it may be harder for people to like get healthy, whatever, hormones, whatever, life's changing, whatever. So that person's elevator pitch might be, I help men get fit after 40. That's the problem that they're solving, right? So that they can live midlife to the fullest, right? So in that thing, we know that men is a target audience. We know that the problem that's solved is getting fit over 40 and that they can live midlife to their fullest is kind of the transformation that they get. And you can be more specific about that. Like I'm just coming up with like regular examples. Um, you know, it could be so that, you know, you can run a marathon. I don't know. Like it could be more specific depending on how niche your, how niche your site is. Um, so if you have a more lifestyle brand, your transformation statement might be broader. If you have a very specific thing that your product um, or services or whatever do, yours might be more specific than that. So these are just like a little bit of an outline um, for how to do that. And once they explained that to me, like it made so much more sense in this format to me. So I'm hoping that as you listen, that this is also making sense to you. Um, and another example that I came up with <clears throat> was, let's say that you're a person who just has a passion for women in IT, for example, um, like women in IT jobs. And you want to kind of, maybe you have like services that have to do with coaching them, like career coaching. Let's say that's what you do. So your tagline um, slash elevator pitch might be, I help females in IT, that's who, 
to gain strategic career advancement skills so they can break glass ceilings, okay? So in that statement, we know that her target audience is females. What she does for them is help them gain strategic career advancement. And the reason that they're going through all this trouble is because they need the skills to be able to break through glass ceilings in places or in an industry where they struggle to have advancement amongst a lot of men. So that's another example of what could be somebody's um, statement. The next one I came up with is, like, like let's say that you are a person who's really into uh, maybe you have a website and maybe you have tools or resources um, ebooks you have printables whatever that support homeschool women um, or men for that matter uh, and so your your statement might be I help homeschool parents to manage education and home life without going crazy right so in that statement like you know that you're helping homeschool parents that's your who and that anchors you um, and then your problem that you're solving is managing education, home life, which is a struggle for them. And the transformation is you're helping them avoid mental health problems, basically, right? Like feeling overwhelmed, whatever that may be. Um, but just for fun, you may say going crazy, which kind of says the same thing, um, in a lighthearted way, if that's your tone of your site. But you can kind of see how these statements are very simple. Like it's pretty much pretty much a sentence and it's something that you could say in 30 seconds and so it's something that you could say to yourself like okay I know I helped this person this is the problem that I solve and this is what happens when that problem is solved and um, once you kind of nail that down it's going to give you a lot of confidence when you're in social situations um, and and honestly like I've been in situations before like where I was going into an event and I had just gotten into this you know I had just been practicing this because actually at this particular business event, I kind of clarified that message so that while I was there, I could practice. But because I hadn't had a lot of time between being at that table and then having people ask me what I do, <laughs> I actually wrote it like on my hand, which may not be something that you want to do. I mean, obviously don't write it on the hand that you shake people's hands with. Um, but like it is on my arm or on my wrist as just a quick reminder, even if it's just three bullet points that are there, um, just to remind me, like, make sure you hit these three things. Uh, so it doesn't mean you can't have a little cheat sheet or have it like on your phone or something so that you can glance at it when people ask you. But you want to keep it handy because you don't want to be going through like 45 files to try to find your elevator pitch when somebody asks you what you do. Um, so keep it handy. Um, you know, and even if like one thing you can do with this is not only put it in the header of your website, like I even put this stuff on my business card. So all the business cards that I make now also have my elevator pitch on them because that helps whoever I'm handing it to immediately know if I'm for them or not for them. Um, it also helps me, it helps them know if I, I'm for their friend or their colleague that, that is looking for these services or whatever that I may offer. Um, so there are two application things beyond just talking to somebody about your elevator pitch. They can be great for clarifying your message on your website, on your social media sites, in your headers, on your business cards, you know, in your emails. And you can take these statements and kind of like weave them into content if you want to, which also helps people know that you're for them or not for them. Um, and kind of what you do. These can be your descriptions and your social media profiles and bios and things like that. So um, they, I use these also in my um, author boxes on my website. So it has so many diverse uses uh, where, you know, usually I have clients who like really struggle sometimes with like their author boxes or whatever but once you nail this down this is a, this is who you are and this is what you do and it just keeps things really really simple so i hope that today um or this week sometime you will take time to sit down 
and you will write out an elevator pitch. And maybe you've done it in the past. Maybe your audience has changed. Maybe your the problems that you're solving have changed. Maybe the transformation has gotten clearer. But I do encourage you to revisit this at least once a year just to make sure that you're like on track, like that you, because businesses do evolve, right? So you may need to check in with this more like six months at a time. Um, but it's important to do it. And I hope that you guys have found this episode helpful. And I hope that you will take some time today to go fill in the blanks of I help blank to blank so that blank. And if you need to change those words around in any way, go for it. But those are the three main things you want to hit when creating a new elevator pitch. Okay. So if you are in my Trex to Business Success membership group, I want to encourage you to go into the Facebook group and post your elevator pitch so that we can like review them as a group. Um, I would love to see the one that you've made or the one that you're working on. If you need help, we'll be there for you. Um, if you're a person who's not in that membership group and you want to join, just go to my website and check out the information on how to join. Uh, if you're like wanting some one-on-one -on -one help with this, you can always go and book a one-on-one -on -one clarity call with me from KimAndersonConsulting.com. I'm happy to help you walk through this process and get clarity on your business. Thank you so much. And I hope you guys have a great day.